How do all you Santas and Santaettes? Welcome to Reality Propaganda. It's the Christmas extravaganza and all the shenanigans that go along with it. We've got the Marauders who are here. Going to play a bit of festive music. And it's the major mishap marching band to spread some more festive cheer. Uh, like all top quality shows, this Christmas special was recorded in August, so I'm looking out at the beautiful snowscape, blue skies, sunshine, and a lovely crisp freshness to the air. Children have built snowmen, and there's fun and laughter. This first poem's about the joys of a festive Christmas wonderland. It's just how it should be, as depicted on Christmas cards. There's robins with scarves, and there's happiness all around. We'll snuggle around a log fire and watch Love Actually or The Holiday, and we'll all be so happy. As a point of reference, um, Ian McClaskill, who's mentioned in this poem, was a weatherman uh, on the BBC back in the day. Actually, uh, weathermen used to be popular figures and colourful characters back in the day. Now they all seem I know, bland and grey, apart from the lovely Becky Mantin. Uh, got a bit of a thing for her, a saucy little minx. So, on for show, and this first poem is called Cold Comfort. As Ian McClaskill tells, a bold cold front's moving in, in this winter hinterland, alone in a high-pressure zone, a cold snap as blue on the map, colder with the wind-chilled factor, rumble and flash of a gritter tractor. Highs and lows from a TV glow, in the living room, gloom, boom. Huddled by fire, flicker times, warmed, muddled minds with mulled wine. Mind how you go, flow, slowly, slowly, deeply, dippy, slippery, slippy. There's nothing more to get you down like scraping down an iced car down, Minus ten tonight. Dark skies, stars stand bright. Such a beautiful sight with the coldest night of the year. Icicle skilled silked webs hang in trees, top up the motor with antifreeze. Winter scenes of childhood dreams. Blue skies and sun. Careful how you go, sunny sun. It's all so beautiful. But the football might be off, but the racing might be off, the cost of frost. Turn up the fire, shiver, under the duvet shiver, soon warm up. Under the covers, cold comfort, under the sheets, not on the streets. Cold comfort for the homeless and hopeless, it's just cold comfort. Then my class girl tells Bone cold fronts Moving in in this winter internet Alone in a high-pressure zone Cold snap is blue on the map Colder with the witching factor Rumble and flash of the gritter tractor Highs and lows from the TV glow in the 
an old poem hence a reference to Ian McClaskill and I think as I mentioned before it gets me that some of my old poems are still relevant today not just the hotshot Tottenham one that ship sailed long ago but the ones about inequalities injustices loneliness that I wrote could be 30 years ago we've still got the same problems now that we had way back and it just gets me that the same problems exist. I really hope that you're having a great festive period, um, but this time of year can be really cruel and hard and painfully lonely if you're on your own. Yes, it's great if you've got money and food and family and friends. It can be like in, on those Christmas cards in the films, but for a lot of people, Christmas is a terrible time of year. Everything is amplified, the haves and the haves nots where the gap between poverty and wealth grows ever wider. If you're on the streets, living there, 
or if you're on your own at this time of year, it must be awful. Please don't walk by when you see a homeless person. Give something, whether it's money or time. Make an effort, you know, with your lonely neighbour. Be compassionate. It is the season of goodwill. It's called the season of goodwill. Little Johnny watches the bright television glow, seeing gleaming presents in adverts that they show. Models, dolls, bikes and toys, all new, all for joy. Wetting the appetite just right, little Johnny takes first bite. Mummy, can I have it? Please, Mummy, let me. Can he really break the heart of a child only three? But Daddy can't play Santa, he's assuming another role. It's hard to yo-ho-ho when you're on the dole. Out in the shops, bright lights glow and attract. Like a fool to the fire, nothing can distract. Only buy now. Sale, last offer. Reaching for the pocket, nothing can deter. Pulls out plastic credit, your flexible friend. It won't bounce, it won't crack. It'll send you round the bend. Off now to the law courts for not paying debts. Husband sits and listens, adding up his bets. It's their bleeding fault. It's all their scheme. Knuckles white, eyes wide. She starts to scream. I bought and bought. Those adverts ruined me. I saw it on the telly, the way it had to be. This coldness of poverty. Can you feel the chill? More debts and overdrafts paying off another bill. Money's scarce enough without more mouths to fill. But this is Christmas and the season of goodwill. Huddled in a single room, Annie sits alone, waiting for Christmas messages, sitting by the phone. She hoped they liked their present, just a little game. She couldn't really afford it, but she bought it just the same. Lonely, wrapped in blankets, it's no fun being old. Bad enough in the summer, never mind in the cold. She's got her electric fire, but with only one bar. She'd put, love to put on another, but a pension don't go far. Meanwhile, in towns and cities and in the trendy bars, with Porsches and rollers and other flashy cars, sounds of laughter and chinking champagne glasses, salutes to the new year and another ruling class, vegetarian, anti-sex, pseudo-lefty hippies, money to burn, more fascist yuppies, no thoughts for the poor, the sick, the ill, the lonely, no need for the devil while his bastards rule this country. This coldness of poverty, can you feel the chill? More debts and overdrafts, paying off the ultimate bill. Vultures circle slowly, waiting for the kill. This is Christmas and the season of goodwill. You can cut this rubbish with a knife, slice this flesh they call a human life. Johnny watches the bright television glow Seeing in presents in hours at the show When the appetite just right Little Johnny takes first bite Mommy can I have it? Please, Mommy let me You really break the heart of a child Mommy free
Sorry to break uh, that Christmas festive cheer. Um, let's crack on. It's Christmas! And it's Santa's birthday. Um, so let's celebrate. Uh, but it's not just a big fella with a big red beard. It's big red, big birthday. But if you believe in fairy tales, uh, it's also Jesus's big day. Well, second biggest day, I guess. A birthday places, I don't know, plays second fiddle to dying on the cross and coming back to life. So, um, Iesus Nazarenus Rex Iodoran, uh, that was the inscription placed over Christ's head on the crucifixion, um, which is abbreviated to I-N-R-I. Jesus, Nazarene, King of the Jews. Uh, that's one interpretation for it. Um, 
the Masonic interpretation of INR is something totally different. Igne Natura Renovata Integra, which means through fire, nature is reborn, symbolizing that humankind's spiritual regeneration can be sacred uh, of fire, of truth and love, truth and love. Um, it would be great to believe in everything again. Um, and we all believed in something at one time or another. I don't know, the Santa, the Tooth Fairy. Spurs were good. Um, and wouldn't it be nice if we start to believe in these things again? I know. Let's phone Santa's workshop and just see, uh, see if there's anybody there. Let's give it a go. Hang on. Sorry, we can't take your call at the moment. Please leave your name, contact information and inquiry and we will get back to you. Oh, well, must be busy. Um, so, yeah, it would be nice to start to uh, believe in things again um, and believe in love and hope. Wouldn't it be great if Father Christmas was real and not just when I was young I believed in him. Then I grew up and I didn't believe in him. And then I had kids and became Santa, and then I grew old and looked like Santa. It'd be great if there was still some magic that still existed that could give us all hope. It's called, When Did You Stop Believing? If I could talk to the animals, really talk to the animals, and there's Father Christmas and the Tooth Fairy, and my parents loved me or each other, when did you stop believing. I would fall in love and it would last forever, first love. That hard work would gain its just rewards. The world could be changed for the better. Anything was possible. Everything was possible. When did you stop believing? That all was fair in love and government. Colour blindness was an asset. That we are equals that we are safe in our beds. The law is on our side. Honesty is the best policy. The National Health Service and the welfare state is safe in their hands. When did you stop believing? That the future is going to be great and that I will always be here for you. That there is a God. Love exists. Death is a release. What was the turning point? When did hope fade to failure? Or was it just me who was naive all along? The shock of the world, the gold thread snapped, left me clinging to life. When did you stop believing? When did you stop breathing? Give up, give in, get off, die. When did you stop? Believe. When do you start believing? When do you believe? So, I hope you've all got your presents bought, wrapped, unwrapped, whenever it may be, depending on when you're listening to this. And of course, Christmas wouldn't be Christmas without the food, which appears to be a major strategic task all on its own. Now, that's not my area of expertise, 
but from what I've observed, it's like a military operation, all planned out. The plan of attack, alarm set for 0500 hours, to get to the shops, to get all the meat and veg, and get home and cross things off the list, and it's all going well. All bases are covered. Loads of people are coming for Christmas lunch, kids, grandkids, all family, all ages, friends and relatives. And then you remember the fly in the ointment. And I'm not talking about weird food fads. The yuck, red cabbage, yuck, it's spoiled my whole Christmas. Yeah, thanks for that, Charlie. No, 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 no. Much worse than that. You remember that amongst all the normal people, well, say normal, but all the normal people who will be joining the festive fun, there will be a vegetarian. So is this mad panic? Does this stuffing contain any traces of anything remotely resembling an animal? Oh, give him, and when I say him, I mean Sammy, my son. Give him some sprouts and a carrot and some roast potatoes. But no, roast potatoes are going to be cooked in goose fat. Ah! The shock, the look of horror. It's goose fat. Fat. It's not meat. Fat is not meat. Oh no, but little Sammy will have to have his roasties cooked in coconut oil. Which means more washing up for me and it's just a whole inconvenience. He doesn't fucking like bounties. Boo, boo, but he's going to be happy to have his potatoes covered in coconut. The inconvenience of the vegetarians. This is for Sam and the veggie brigade. This is called Pete the Meat. Oh, fuck the barrier reef. He's got a beef with all the do-gooders and eco-warriors. Condemn with phlegm. Make mincemeat out of them, like Reggie the veggie or Regan the vegan. He's all about hunting, fishing and shooting, hog-roasting and pistol-packing. Here comes Pete the meat. He's nimble on his feet, ready to serve up a treat. He'll bring home the bacon with his favourite stun gun. Never tells porkies, my little lamb, a hard drive full of cookie nookie spam. For Pete the Meat, everything is fair game. It's game on for a ham sham gammon. He's happiest alone, soaring, slicing through bone, naked, bar a blood-stained apron. How could it be any more fun than this? And at a double, at a canter, off he trotters with his sexist banter. A saucy wink, he'll offer you tongue, throws in a bit of sheep's lung, open to a bit of manage abattoir, blah, blah, bar, bar. He's got no truck with a PC, but he has got a strict morality. Let people be what they want to be, but never eat anything that begins with a D, like duck or deer or dog, no way. But C's okay. How's that? Well, there's chicken, cow, calf and cat. Pete the Meat is a throwback to the 60s, smoky pubs and seals to club. His jokes are awful. His shop is split by apartheid. Cues are formed by ethnic divide. Pete the meat, he'll give you what you want as long as it's dead. Liver, kidney, oxtail, sweetbreads, body parts and calves halves. 
It's not too late to dissociate with what's on the plate, to what's in the field, to unappeal. To think about what you eat, it's not all just about meat, and it's not all just hot air and piss, but something else died for this. And as for Pete, got caught off guard, arteries full of lard, nature stamped his calling card, Pete's off to the knacker's yard to meet his maker. Oh, fuck the barrier reef. He's gonna be with eco-warriors and all the do-gooders. Condemn with phlegm, make mincemeat out of them. Like Reggie the veggie or Regan the vegan. He's all about hunting, fishing and shooting. Hog roasting and pistol packing. Here comes Pete the Meat. He's nimble on his feet. Ready to serve up a treat. He'll bring home the bacon with his favourite stun gun. Never tells Paulie's man. Hard drive full of cookie nookies bad. It's Pete the Meat. Oh, Pete the Meat. Anything and everything is fair game. It's got him on, get him on, Raham Sham, Gam Sham, he's happy as slow. Soaring sausage fingers, slicing his bone, naked bar of bloodstained and apron. How can it be any more fun? Okay, 
So, oh, phone's ringing. Who's this? Hi, Mark. Good afternoon. Uh, I just want to congratulate your hard work and uh, well done. Thank you. Bye. Merry Christmas, dirty motherfuckers. And the track not still working. Take care. Bye. So, I hope you've all been good and are on the nice list. So, we've got the naughty and the nice list. Naughty, yeah, I get that bit. But nice? Nice. What's it mean? Pleasant. I was always brought up to think that nice was a bit wishy-washy. How was your meal? It was nice. In my book, that sounds like a bit of a backhanded compliment. It was okay. It was so-so. If I wanted to be on the list, it would be on the fucking awesome list not the nice list. Actually, if I was doing lists, there'd be either, it would be no either or. It'd be like a nightclub bouncer. You're either on the list or you're not. Nope, name's not on the list. Do one. But times change and I think Santa needs to be a bit more inclusive. Like, you've got all these sexual orientations now bi, cis, tris, binary, non-binary. I think that the naughty and nice list needs to be a bit more diversive. Um, there needs to be that full spectrum uh, from, I don't know, going down to goody two-shoes right through to the little cunt list. Now, as you know, I'm very easygoing, laid back, and pretty perfect. But I have also got self-awareness. And if there's one thing where I'm not so great, it's receiving presents. People will ask me what I want for Christmas well in advance. And I'd say, I'll think about it and let you know. And I don't. Do you know what you want yet? (sighs) Uh, I can't think of anything. Well, if you don't let me know, you won't get anything. Now... I know that's not true because I always get something. But hey, I'll play along. And then a few days later, it'll be anything you want for Christmas yet? And I'll go a drum kit. Now, I don't want a drum kit. And I know no one in their right mind would want me to get a drum kit. They've witnessed me singing and guitar playing. And other lack of... uh, my musical ability so a drum kit is totally out of the question because I'd be bad at drums I wouldn't just be bad I'd be loud and bad so I know a drum kit is totally out of the question but we go through this same routine the same dance 
<sighs> drum kit, no. Oh, you're not getting a drum kit. What do you want? Um, I'll think about it. And it's the same old thing, whether it's Christmas or birthdays. And, uh, you know, that's been going on for many, many years. It's how I've always been, whether it be with loved ones, parents, children, whatever it was. So when it comes to me opening my presents, I'll, you know, it'll be nicely wrapped and I'll maybe rattle it and have a feel of it. Oh, what is it? Is it, is it, is it a symbol? No, it's a shirt. And I would revert back to this sulky five-year-old kid. Um, and there'd be this, you know, whoever's giving me the present, you don't like it, do you? And I'd put my head down and shrug and mutter, oh, it's okay. So I'm just a big kid, a sulky kid. And I'm so ungratefully uh, grateful this is called Gratefully Ungrateful. For what I receive, may the Lord make me truly thankful, but I'm not. Unwrapping the present, my head screams, what the fuck? I nod, but with a grimace and form, a half smile, thinking it could have been better, it could have been bigger. I'm gratefully grateful. I wonder why. If you really knew me, you'd know, you'd know that I'd hate it. If you really cared for me, if you really thought at all, yeah, that's me. I'm gratefully ungrateful. To be thankful for good health or wealth or good luck, never give things a second thought, take it all for granted and look enviously at others. See what they've got, not content with my lot, want more than I have, always craving for more, always wanting more, ungratefully grateful. Never consider the time or effort or love spent to try and make me happy. Just, oh woe is me, welcoming self-pity, grateful to seek an opportunity to upset the apple cart, relish the prospect of disharmony, create an atmosphere, a dark mood, ungratefully grateful, gratefully ungrateful. It's all about me, not for what I have, not for what I've got, not for the love, Sincerely, in felicity, ungratefully, ungrateful. For what I receive, may the Lord make me truly thankful.
who likes to know what they've got well in advance for me it's the anticipation that's still the best part of anything apart from if I don't get a drum kit and they'd be squeezing and checking out the presents well in advance just spoiling any hope of a surprise not me I know that I won't be getting that elusive drum kit no point in me checking but some of you and you know who you are You'll love to take a little look, take a little peek. So this one's about you, and this is called Spoiler. You started young with a penchant for Christmas presents under a tree, the temptation was too great. It was all to see. Take a little rip, take a little tear, take a look, take a peek inside and ruin the surprise. You're a spoiler. You always skip to the end of a book without a second look. Fast forward the film to see who had done it. And you told all on sundry who didn't want to know, but you said it anyway. You're a spoiler. 
You lost the plot and gave it all away. Before I finished the joke, you shouted out the punchline. Stuck your finger in my egg, destroyed my runny yolk. Spilt the beans. You're a spoiler. Desecrated the cenotaph for a laugh. Squalled, scrawled a swastika and keyed a flash car. If you couldn't win the game, you ended it there and then. The weekend was over before it had even began. You relished the challenge, took it on with seal. There was no slow striptease, just a big reveal. No guessing at chicks with dick's pics. You blurted it out, stopped the fun, curtailed the masquerade, pissed on my parade. You fucked without coming, no second coming, stated the facts to an anticlimax, took pleasure in ruining others' pleasure. If you couldn't be happy, then why should you? Why should I? You're a spoiler. You started young With a punchline with Christmas presents Under the tree The temptation was too great It was hard to see Take a little rip, take a little tear Take a peek, take a look inside And ruin the surprise You're a spoiler Skip to the end of a book without a second look Fast forward the film to see who had done it And told all on sundry you didn't want to know But he said it anyway You're a spoiler You're a spoiler You lost the blood and gave it all away Before I finished the joke You shouted at the punchline Destroyed my runny yolk And stick my finger in my egg And spill the beans You're a spoiler You're a Cenotaph for a lie Scroll a SWAT sticker And key a flash car If you couldn't win the game You ended it fair and then The weekend was over Before it had even began You relished the challenge Took it on with zeal There was no striptease Just a big reveal No guessing You're a spoiler You're a spoiler Cocktails and masquerade Pissed on the parade You fucked without coming No second coming Stated the facts to an anticlimax Took pleasure in ruining others' pleasure If you could You're a spoiler You're a spoiler You're a spoiler You're a spoiler 
So we're at the end of a show now and we're at the end of a year. Thank you for listening. I'll be back in springtime. And in the meantime, I really do wish you a Merry Christmas and peace and love and a Happy New Year. Take care all. Love you. I'd like to wish you a Happy New Year as you young man dance round the clock tower at midnight in your fag-burnt shirt and beer-stained trousers. And to you young girl dancing and singing in your laddered stockings and smudged mascara. I'd like to wish you a happy new year as you stagger and pass out in the gutter and wallow in your puke and piss. I'd like to wish you a happy new year as you swallow down your Alka-Seltzer and recover from the excesses of too much drink and food from the Christmas indulgences. I'd like to wish you a happy new year as you battle with your New Year's resolutions, sitting on the ceiling on day two after crawling up the wall. I'd like to wish you a happy new year on your first day back at work, after the holiday when you come face to face with the boss or secretary that you screwed at the Christmas party. Just think of the kids, the wife or husband. I'd like to wish all the politicians a happy new year, but I'm afraid I can't. What I'd like is to see them down the job centre, for them to see what it's like to be unemployed, because politics are only for people who don't have to live by their decisions. I'd like to wish the OAPs a happy new year, and some warmth and comfort, away from the muggers and rapists, away from the sadistic care assistants who beat them. Don't look so shocked, it's true. And also some protection, from the abused kids who suffer at the hands of our own relatives because it happens to them. I'd like to wish the homeless a happy new year with some shelter for a night at least. They're out there. Really, they are. I'd like to wish myself a happy new year. There were times when I wished that my team would win the cup or leave. Now I set my sights lower and just look to avoid relegation. I also used to wish that the new year would bring an end to war, suffering and hate. But it doesn't change. Some things don't. Now I wish I love my family and friends. Because that is more realistic, I hope. I'd like to wish you all a happy new year. I'd like to wish 